your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Joe DiBiase flying solo today on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Just checking in with everybody a couple of weeks before the start of the Sabres preseason. Also a couple of weeks before the beginning of the Sabres prospect challenge. So a couple of details on that. Uh, And the Sabres announced some new numbers on uh, Monday morning here. I figured the Bills losing on Sunday might be a little bit of a a motivation from fans to want to hear some hockey, to not have to think about Sunday's Bills loss to the Steelers, at least for a couple of minutes. So I'm giving you that opportunity here. Follow us on Twitter at Sneaky Joe Sports, at J.R. Hanskin, uh, Jordan unavailable today, but I believe I'll be recording with him tonight, uh, Monday night. So on our next episode, he will be there as we continue on with our Olympic hockey projections. I think we're doing Russia next. That's the plan, at least, that Russia is going to be next. But uh, I was so excited to put those together. I love team building that last night while Sunday Night Football was on, Rams and Bears, which was... Not the greatest uh, nationally televised football game. Let's be honest, it was a terrible decision uh, to put that game on. But anyways, while that game was going on, I'm putting together some rosters. Like, what does the Czech Republic look like? What does Finland look like? What does Sweden look like? And I had some a lot of fun building those rosters together. So excited to share those with you uh, in the coming days. So we'll do Russia tonight, and then that podcast will be available for you on Tuesday morning. Um, you can also follow the podcast account, by the way, at Lockdown Sabres on Twitter. And if you are, by the way, if you are um, listening to the podcast on Odyssey or Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, you can now watch us on YouTube. So all this is that's going on right now, I'm moving my hands right now. You, you can see that happening if you'd like. One thing we were about to talk to today, by the way, about was the, the Sabres Prospect Challenge. And just kind of a little preview that would have basically been me guessing at who the roster was going to be. And I kid you not, as I'm recording this at 1231 on Monday afternoon, the Sabres have just announced their roster for the prospect challenge. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to read that off to you in just a second, but um, other things that are coming again, going through some of the new Sabre numbers, number changes from a player and um, yeah, just kind of, catching you up on what's going on in Buffalo Sabre-wise. You got players skating. Robert Hag has been in town, who the Sabres acquired in the Rasmus Ristolainen trade. Zemgis Gergensens is back on the ice. Good to see, although that was expected. He had that big injury that knocked him out for last season, but he was on the ice a couple of weeks ago, helping Latvia qualify for the Olympics, as obviously he'll be on the Latvian Olympic hockey team. So he was able to play in that. Not a surprise that he's on the ice at Harbor Center, skating with some teammates. Um, Prospect Challenge. Gets going on Friday, September 17th. The Sabres open against the New Jersey Devils at Harbor Center. Then they play Saturday at 3 o'clock, September 18th, against the Bruins. Sunday, September 19th at 1 o'clock against the Bruins as well. All of those games are at Harbor Center, and you can go. The Sabres are selling tickets, $10 per ticket, and you can find them at the Sabres website. If you go on their website right now, one of the first... um, one of the first links you can find is to the prospects challenge. And then there's a, a link there for, uh, for tickets. If you want to go, I'm planning to go to, I'm hoping to go to that Saturday game. Sunday is going to be football for me. So I'm definitely not going to the Sunday Boston game, but 
maybe Friday, more likely Saturday, but I definitely am looking forward to getting to see some of the prospects and we know who they are now. I'm looking at the list right now. You know what stands out? No Owen Power. No Ryan Johnson. No Eric Portillo. All the guys that are the reason I'm ordering the Big Ten Network for this year to watch Michigan hockey, to watch um, Minnesota Golden Gophers hockey. Those guys are not participating, but I'm not surprised by that. When I was planning this episode out, uh, one thing I was going to mention was I wasn't going to predict that Owen Power, Ryan Johnson, and Eric Portillo, uh, Portillo third round pick of the Sabres a couple years ago, goaltender, he's going to start for Michigan this year. Obviously, Owen Power, first overall pick this past season, and Ryan Johnson, first round pick a couple of years ago that they got in the Ryan O'Reilly trade that plays for Minnesota on the blue line. All those players, their seasons are coming up. Owen Power, Eric Portillo, and Michigan opened their year Saturday, October 2nd against Bowling Green. So that that's coming up. That's only, what, a week? Just over a week after the Prospects Challenge. So uh, two weeks, actually. But still, they're going to be in training camp at Michigan. Um, they're already over there, I think. I've seen Owen Power recording and taking pictures with some promotional material for Michigan. So they've got classes, too. I'd imagine. So not a surprise that they're not on this roster, but they are not on this roster. Um, I'll just read through, read you the list. Basically Brandon Byro, um, who the Sabres signed last season, um, played for the Amherst last year. You've got, let's see, any money that we've heard of Josh Bloom? No, Thomas Casey. No, Riley Fiddler Schultz. That name's made up. Uh, Tyson Kozak. This one, I'm not even going to try to pronounce because I'm going to, I'm going to, get it all wrong. Um, let's see here. We've got Brett Murray who made his NHL debut last season, more of an Amherst guy, I would imagine. Uh, but he'll be there. Uh, big forward, six foot five, Oliver Radeau. Nope. Never heard of him. Matej Picard. Now, a couple years ago, if you went to the development camp and the prospects challenge, this guy who was a fourth round pick of the Sabres a couple years ago, was just running around, being a maniac. He was actually pissing off Casey Middlestat at one point. Um, I've wondered if he could make the NHL as a fourth liner, but it seems like his development is stalled. So I'm not sure I would uh, project it at this point. But, you know, he'll be fun to watch, at least. He might be one of those guys that's not going to make the NHL, but he'll be fun to watch in these prospect things. Think of Vasily Glatov for that a couple years ago. Uh, J.J. Paterka. That's the first big name that I'm excited to see. He had an incredible season, both at the World Juniors for Germany this past year, playing for uh, Munchen Red Bull of the uh, German um, of the German League, um, 20 points in 30 games. I believe he's coming over to North America this season. So Paterka will be a guy to get our to get our uh, to get our eyes on. I, we're not going to do a full episode on the German team for uh, our Olympic our Olympic projections. But I will tell you that I do have J.J. Paterka making my Olympic uh, German team. And I think most do. The couple that, just for reference, I looked around at to see like what other people have for Germany. Uh, everybody I saw had Paterka being on the team. So he'll probably be an Olympian this coming year. Jack Quinn is on this team. First round pick of the Sabres, top 10 pick, eighth overall this past season. Kind of a controversial pick. Uh, a lot of negative uh, thoughts, I think, about Quinn to this point. He wasn't supposed to be in Rochester, though. So I think he's getting a bit of a break, but nothing that he did on the ice last year would warrant him being picked where he was um, in the first round, eighth overall. But 
We'll see. Goal scorer. Can he make the NHL? We'll see. Is there any more development from last year to this year? Maybe we'll get a little look at that at the Prospects Challenge. So Jack Quinn is on this team. R2 Rootsalainen. Kind of funny that he's on this team. He's turned 24 years old in October. Um, he's not a prospect anymore. I hate that the Sabres treat him like a prospect. It, it's it's almost stupid to me that he's in this tournament. I'm glad he is because I can see him. And it's another guy to watch. But it's ridiculous that a 24-year-old R2 Rootsalainen that has got seasons and seasons and seasons of professional hockey experience playing against men is playing against camp invites undrafted junior hockey players. I don't know why the Sabres insist on treating these guys like prospects. It's not a big deal, um, but it's just, man, can it, it can get annoying. Linus Weisback, Swedish left winger, uh, late round pick of the Sabres. Uh, he, 41 points in 31 games this past season for Wisconsin in the NCAA. Um, we'll see. Is he ready to make the step to professional hockey? Is He's 23. I think you'd want him to be in Rochester. Maybe he earns a spot. Uh, for Buffalo this season. So he is on this team as well. The biggest, obviously the biggest names to look at are Jack Quinn, JJ Paterka, Arthur Rutzelainen, and I would throw Linus Weiss back uh, in that mix as well. Defenseman, we have Oscari Laxanen, Finnish prospect, third round pick of the Sabres. Uh, last year, 17 points in 28 games for the Amherst. I, I would imagine we see him at some point this year. The Sabres are going to be bad. This is a prospect that is was a late bloomer after being drafted. And I think he has the opportunity to earn a spot. The Sabres blue line though, is maybe the hardest uh, position to earn a spot or to earn a, even a, a shot this year because they have so many guys, but I'd still predict that we see him at some point in Buffalo this year. He'll be at the prospects challenge. We've got Matias Samuelson who did play for the Sabres last year in 12 games, only two points, but he's never going to be a point getter. Anyway, I don't like the player. I don't like the prospect. Maybe he turns into a third pair defenseman for you for, for years to come. Um, he's young at least, but he was better than I thought he'd be. I thought he was going to be a disaster. I thought he was going to be a train wreck. People skating all over him, skating right by him. Looked like a traffic cone out there, but he held his own. He was okay uh, in the limited action he got with the Sabres. And then anybody else? I have not heard of any of these other guys. Nick Boca, Matthew Kyrns. Charlie Dishro basically what this is is me guessing at how to pronounce people's names. Uh Clay Hanius, Peter Tishk. Those are your defensemen. Uh goaltenders, Uka Pekalukinen. Play him every minute of every game. I don't need to see Mac Guzda. Uh or how about that? Mac Guzda from Knoxville, Tennessee. We got a guy from Tennessee that's uh gonna gonna get a shot in the NHL or to Prospects challenge for the NHL. And then Oliver Satney, play Ukapek to Lukanen. UPL, he get as many games under his belt as possible, even in an environment like this. I want to see if that guy can earn the starting job out of camp. I think there's a possibility. So any more action, any more minutes that he can get, get him a little bit of a head start over 40-year-old Craig Anderson uh, and Aaron Dell, who I'm going to talk about in just a second here. But that's your roster. That's your roster for the... 2021 Sabres Prospect Challenge, deflating that you don't have Owen Power, that you don't have Ryan Johnson, that you don't have Eric Portillo. Um, but you got a couple of guys. You got a couple of guys that will be worth watching. And um, I, I always like tournaments like that. I like watching the youth players like that. And um, I'm just hopeful that, you know, the guys that you're going to show up to see, put on a show. Let's see some goals from Jack Quinn. Let's see some goals. Um, from JJ Paterka. Paterka will be the one. I haven't seen the least of him 
uh, of any of these guys. All right, when we come back, the Sabres unveiled some new numbers, and there's a bit of controversy around one of them. But before we do that, betonline.ag. If you haven't had over there yet, do it. I put some future bets in. I was tweeting about the other day. So I'm on there all the time with football season underway. Uh, It's my number one spot for all your sports betting, the number one spot for all the pro and college football action uh, for the entire season, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing. They even got your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Remember to use the promo code locked on L O C K E D O N. And then before we get back into the show here, I also want to tell you about a simple way. Get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV stream brings you the live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting around and get your TV together with Direct TV stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. All right, the Buffalo Sabres on this. Is it beautiful out? Looking out the window here. It's fine. Uh, Monday morning, the Sabres have announced that they've got new numbers for a, what do we got? 12, 11 different players have new numbers. Some of these players I've not heard of. Um, That's maybe going to be the Sabres this year. I'm also, I'm I'm all in on football right now. Um, The Bills just played on Sunday. I've got these new responsibilities, WGR 550. I'm excited to be doing the 10 to 12 show there. So not that hockey is the furthest thing from my mind because it's not, but um, it's really just the nature of what this Sabres team is more so than that because I'm staying with it. But who is number – where is it? I just had it. Who's number six prow? P-R-O-W. Anybody? Anybody know who number six prow is? Uh, I – think he could be made up number 15 Hayden that's going to be an Amherst guy actually I do know who that is uh Sean Malone is back and wearing number 43 wonder if he could get some games this year I'm done thinking he could turn into an NHL player he's a good bad bottom six AHL player at this point he's from West Seneca so I'm glad he's back in the organization but um I don't need to see him wearing number 43 for the Sabres also a goalie number anyway so uh, what are you doing? Number 23 is going to be Matias Samuelson after he wore number 54 this past season. Um, the quick turnaround from Sam Reinhardt, right? Didn't we have didn't we have a long time between Chris Drury and Sam Reinhardt without giving that number out? It's fine. Drury played a couple years here. And even Reinhardt, he played five, six years. He's no legend in this organization by any means. Um, but Man, they did not wait around to give 23 out again. Samuelson gets 23. So that's it. You'll see him on the big 23 on the blue line. Robert Hag, as expected, is going to wear number eight. I think we knew that anyway. He'd been skating around at Harbor Center uh, the past couple of weeks wearing number eight in a Sabre practice jersey. Um, I hate that they don't put the special special characters on the jerseys. Uh, NHL just doesn't want to spell players' names right, but it's okay. Uh, so Hag wears number eight. We've got Victor Olsson switching to number 71 all over the place with Olsson. Don't buy a Victor Olsson jersey. 
because he could change his number at any moment. Rookie season, he's wearing number 41. Then he switches to number 68. Now he's switching to number 71. I'm fine with it. I don't care that he's switching his numbers around. Um, but just be wary about buying a Victor Olsen jersey because the guy can't decide on a number. And then uh, did I miss any before I get to the controversial one? Yeah, here's a couple of other new ones. Mark Pesek is going to wear number 13. He's worn that in both Florida and in Dallas. He wore number three and number 53 when he was here with the Sabres. So he's going to be sticking with 13, which he's worn since he left Buffalo. Um, so there's Mark Pesek in case you forgot he's back. Uh, Vinny Hinostroza is going to wear number 29. Um, you know, if there wasn't a more controversial number given out here, you might get to, hey, isn't that Jason Pominville's number? Not that I was ever imagining, though, that Jason Pominville would have his number retired, so I don't have a problem here. I would not retire Jason Pominville's number. He's one of the most beloved Sabres in history. He might be the most beloved Sabre of my lifetime, um, but eventually we're going to have to give his number out, and um, I'm fine doing it with Hino Stroza. In fact, they did it before anyway with Jake McCabe. McCabe gave it back to Pominville when he returned, um, but they had, they had given out 29 before anyway. Will Butcher is going to wear number four. No problems there. It's a nice, clean look for Will Butcher. I like that number for a defenseman. Uh, Craig Anderson is going to wear number 41. No surprise there. And then we get to the controversial one. Sabres goaltender Aaron Dell, who he might not even make the team. He might be a Rochester guy. I, if It's up to UPL. If Uka Pekalukinen wins the starting job, then... Aaron, he's got to win the number one job, though. There's no reason to put UPL as the number two. If he's the number two, send him to Rochester and have him play all the games. So it's up to UPL. If he wins the job, Aaron Dell is in Rochester, and then this doesn't matter. But if UPL doesn't win the starting job, it's going to be a tandem of Craig Anderson and Aaron Dell. The Sabres announced Aaron Dell today is wearing number 30. 3-0. The first player that will wear that number since Ryan Miller was traded away. I There was some blowback about this. I know Lance Lysowski of the Buffalo News was pretty strong and aggressive about this take on Twitter. Others were as well. You just, it, 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 it looks like a bad look, but there is a, there's a deeper debate here as to whether or not Ryan Miller deserves to have his number retired by the Buffalo Sabres. He is the winningest goaltender in Sabres history. He holds a lot of the goaltending records because his longevity extends past that of Dominic Kashuk's. No one's going to argue he's the best goalie in Sabres history because he is certainly not, but he is certainly the second best goaltender in Sabres history. And he, I mentioned it might be Pominville, but the more popular answer for who the most beloved Buffalo Sabre is in the last, how far back do I go? Can I go back 25 years? I might hazard to say in the last 25 years, which is half of the Buffalo Sabres existence, that Ryan Miller is the most beloved player and was the most consistent player, the most decorated resume of anybody post-Dominic Hasek. Because he was here longer than Chris Drury, longer than Daniel Briere, longer than Brian Campbell. He was here for a long time. He was great for a long time. He won a Vesna trophy. He was the best player at his position in a given season. 
and no other Sabre since Dominic Hasek has been able to say that. Danny Briere was great. He never won an MVP. He never won, you know, uh, Chris Drury was great. He never won a Selkie trophy as the league's best two-way forward. Ryan Miller won the Vesna as the league's best goaltender. So his being a fan favorite, the longevity that was here, and the level at which he played at, I think he deserves to have his number retired. What is number retirement anyway? Who are you doing it for? You're doing it for the fans. You're doing it for that special night to honor that player and really to honor the fans that grew up with Ryan Miller being their favorite player. And there's going to be no representation for my generation of fans in the rafters. If you don't retire Ryan Miller's number, there's going to be no representation. Dominic Hasek was the last number that we retired. And he stopped playing here in 2001. That is 20 years of Buffalo Sabres hockey that fans like me, that's when we grew up watching the team and there's no representation up there. Ryan Miller could be that representation, but I am pessimistic that that's going to happen now because they gave his number out to an NHL journeyman backup goaltender who might not even make the team. And I just don't see why you had to do that. Even if you don't, retire his number at some point, wait, wait to give it to somebody that's worth it. You know, if Eric Portillo, who I'm kind of high on as a Sabres prospect, if he develops into the Sabres starting goaltender and he's great, yeah, give him number 30. Give it to someone that could mean something to the organization. Don't give it to Aaron Dell, who is just a place filler. He's here for one year because they need someone to go to play between the pipes. That's it. And that's the guy you're going to give number 32. It's okay. It, I would prefer they raise that number to the rafters. It's not going to make me upset. It's not going to, I'm not going to go crazy if they don't. But you, that cannot be the guy that you give it to. That's where I have a problem with Aaron Dell uh, being given number 30 by the Buffalo Sabres. So that's really all that's going on, though. Just kind of a check in on uh, what's going on in Saberland. We got the Prospects Challenge roster. We've got the the new numbers, and we'll kind of kick back into gear on the on the Olympic roster projections um, when uh, Jordan rejoins me on the podcast. I do have a multiple other Sabers making the Olympics. We did Team USA uh, on our last show, and I had Jack Eichel. So to Jordan had Jack Eichel on the team. There's question as to whether he'll play, and I wondered, hey, are any other Sabres going to make it? Other than Zemgus Gergensen, who's obviously going to make Team Latvia. I have, I think I have three other Sabres making the Olympics. So come back for our next episode on Team Russia to find out uh, who that is. Um, actually, it won't be on Russia. Spoiler alert. Um, but in the future episodes, we'll get those other Sabres. But we'll project the Olympic Russian hockey team uh, when me and Jordan rejoin you here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.